The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed on today's radio show and their guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of Easy Way Broadcasting. Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way family and to our superstar host, Risa Gray. Risa, are you on with us? I'm on with you. I'm not sure how things are going this morning. I've had one of those mornings. It is a Monday morning for me indeed. But I'm here. Getting get the motor started, huh, Reese? Yeah. Well, actually, I was up all night doing a, a self-tape audition. This this oh, okay. self-tape audition thing for actors, I, I either have to become a big enough star that I don't have to audition and I say that as I'm doing a project now that I did not audition for. Well, I thought that's the way <laughs> it was, Reese. What the heck? Reese or Gray no, is here, I, folks. I mean, there is no audition needed. <laughs> well, apparently sometimes there is. But I, I am gonna, I'm gonna let you guys in on a, on a kind of a secret. I'm gonna be on This Is Us uh, tomorrow night. Check your time zone. I've got a nice little co-star role on it. <laughs> I can't tell you what's okay, happening on it, but it's going to be a surprise. It will you be a surprise. You are moving and grooving. I give you credit. I'm moving You're and grooving. Rock and roll. And the Easy Way magazine is going to be rocking and rolling, too. I'll tell you, that's, uh, this is exciting. And we're talking it's about that time a lot of year. Oh, yeah. Behind-the-scenes information, <laughs> all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. A new and improved version of the Wall of Fame is uh, kind of, you know, I love this technology, you know, that, that, that I've never seen such ability to interact as the Wall of Fame said. You're on it, and, and I'm on it. I don't know why I'm on but, uh, it. You know, I was going to say, you like to look at technology, Jim. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, like I said, I'm still impressed by the television. You know, how the heck does that <laughs> work? But anyway, uh, that's, I guess, what do we got here, Reese? Uh, hot topic time, I suppose, right? I think so. Yeah, time moves by so fast. All right. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, did you see the Golden Globes last night? Of course not, because they weren't broadcast. They boycotted and did whatever, I don't know what all they called it, but they just wiped out the Golden Globes. They had a a little event at the Beverly Hilton Hotel, but there were no stars. It was not a big deal whatsoever. Now, what's the beef? Well, apparently the foreign press, that's the organization that does the Golden Globes, has not had people of color in their ranks ever. And all of a sudden last year when everybody else was getting on everybody else, 
they were uncovered, and so I forget what network it is, but they refused to cover it. All the other networks refused to cover it. So they barely did have some type of ceremony last night. But they did give away awards over the Internet, if you can believe that. So they did give out awards. I'm not sure how many. I know um, Will Smith won a Best Actor in a Drama Award for playing Venus and Serena's father. So I haven't seen it yet. I hear it's really good. But he won for that. And um, I can't remember the other. The best musical was, uh, it's my it's one of my favorite musicals. Jim, help me. What's the name of the musical? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, favorite Maria, musical. Okay. I just met a girl, met a girl named Maria. West Side Story. You're talking about West Side West Story. West Side my Story. <laughs> I, I just oh, was yeah. kidding you. I just wanted to sing off key so everybody could know I don't <laughs> sing. But, but West Side Story won for Best Musical. So we don't know what's going to happen to the Golden Globes. They may or may not, may or may not come back next year. Uh, they didn't make any big announcements of how many people of color they've been gotten into their ranks. So I don't know. But <clears throat> that was the kickoff of the season for the awards and nobody knows where it's going to go. COVID, Zoom, private, who knows? That's my hot topic, Jim. What's up? And uh, Risa, I believe one of the songs in West Side Story is the one you sing every morning when you get up and look in the mirror. I feel pretty. Pretty? Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. I <laughs> anyway, love that we got musical. The, oh, I got the songs memorized in that, in that musical. I'll tell you what. Well, the caters, the coffers, I should say, are full with billions of extra dollars in California. So somebody's what? doing the budget right. Yeah, that's what they say. The problem is <laughs> now there's so much money that there's too many people coming at it and they don't know who to, who to give money to. I suppose that's going to take care of, but anyway, that's one of the words that's out. There's a lot of money there. So anyway, Christmas season, uh, definitely started a new year out with good spirits. According to a lot of research, business people are getting back. And, uh, the concern is, uh, a little bit of looming of the possibility of, uh, future shutdowns with what's going on because people had borrowed money and they well their savings. Uh, they went through some of that, some of these business owners to keep things going while they shut down. Then they borrowed from the banks and whatever they had to do to keep going. And they don't know if they can make it through another round. So hopefully we'll get this all worked out. And Beijing Winter Olympics gearing up for, uh, for another bout there. And it's going to be looking pretty big. They put on a great uh, Olympic show. Uh, the question is, will there be a lot of flight cancellations and these, uh, and you know, like the shutdowns that may be looming again, we're talking about uh, not sure what's going to happen. And the border crossing challenge for border guards uh, is a challenge. Texas is talking about building their own wall. <clears throat> and we're talking about 
1,241 miles. Okay, that's a lot of uh, a lot of border. Um, One thousand, yeah. Can, can you imagine that wall? What that would cost? Gas prices high, but not a concern for electric cars. Thousands of new charging stations are being budgeted to go in across the country. People living longer. Well, how long can they live? Experts say we can make it to 150. That's possible. Can you imagine the uh, Social Security? Uh, well, you'll be starting at 120, and uh, <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, massive Bronx fire. 19 fatalities caused by a malfunction of a portable space heater uh, in a Bronx apartment. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said this was the deadliest fire in 30 years. And believe me, New York said a lot of fires. But uh, this was a bad one. And another small Bronx fire was caused by a lithium battery that was an electric bike. Uh, Bob Saget, comedian from Full House, passed away at 65 years old. Uh, nothing uh, nothing said to be in the unusual there. Uh, Chicago fi- uh, faces the fourth day of canceled classes. A lot of posters saying that, protests saying the shutdown is not necessary and it's making it difficult for parents. And the kids are, uh, and are they keeping up with the online learning? That's the question. Looking for a home to rent or buy? Well, good luck. You see a house for sale that catches your eye, and you find out that's not only caught the eye, your eye, but the eye many others. Homes listed for rent or for sale have 50 or more people waiting in line and making offers, some over the asking price. Problem is a supply and demand. There's too many people looking for not enough places available. Uh, rates still low. But that's just it. So is the inventory. See, so it's a supply and demand. Uh, Beard seem to be on a list of 30 actors. I looked these up. Uh, show that uh, the before and after pictures, before famous and after famous, they're all all got the beards. Large cold front hitting the Midwest and East Coast brings heavy snow, that freezing rain. And there's a difference because the freezing rain builds up more weight on all those lines and trees. That's why the you see the trees and the power lines just cracking because the snow doesn't have that much weight, but the, the freezing rains cause a lot of problems. America's top concerns for 2022 is inflation. I'm pre, I'm, I'm pre, what is it called? Not, you're not ready for these expenses, unexpected expenses that are popping up and the COVID-19 impact on the economy. Well, anyway, Reed, that's some of the news. I got six more pages, but uh, yeah, got, I know you. Got a lot of stuff. There's always there's more news, but I just got a news flash that ah. one of our very own Andy McPhee, son of Cody Smith McPhee, was a winner of a Golden Globe Award last night for Best Supporting Actor. Hey, congratulations, Andy McPhee. Andy is so cool. And uh, well deserved, you know. I tell you, he. Uh, I I was on a carpet with him one time, and uh, you know, he he, uh, he really gets into his parts. You know, I mean, he plays the part, and it was kind of cool. Uh, so that was. Uh, we got to get you up there, Reese. You should you should have a Golden Globe by now. No, I think happen. my Golden Globe days are over. 
But we're running <laughs> late as it is. Let's go to commercial, and then we're going to have we a got, we got a very interesting guest coming up. Get on the Easy Way train. Create your own free Easy Way wall profile. Connect with the best and network your way to success. Get your own commercial and consistently be promoted on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Google Play, Apple Store, Watch Free TV, Zonda TV, Voice America, iHeart, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Worldwide TV, Android TV, Samsung, LG, and numerous other Roku channels. Enhance your Google rankings. Give your brand awareness that turbo boost you need to close more deals the easy way. Contact us today. Call 424-209-9290 or text EASYWAY to 55678. Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Willis, owner and executive producer of BETV. Right now, we're looking for positive content and are opening the door to all the quality, elite YouTube channels out there to submit to us their content. Call 877-399-2929 if you'd like to be on BETV. The professional speaking industry is a multi-billion dollar industry and the religious speaking industry is even larger. Yet both of these industries miss out on billions of dollars of sales and donations every year. They are desperately seeking ways to increase their revenue during events, immediately after events, as well as weeks later. They need a way of directly communicating with their audience during and after their speeches or sermons in order to achieve more connection and engagement. TextMe Leads answers this need with their unique use of technology and service. TextMe Leads enables all types of speakers to communicate directly with their audience during and after events. This dramatically increases immediate and long-term engagement. TextMe Leads even allows sales and contributions to happen during an event which is when audiences feel most connected, and that's when they're most likely to buy. Text Me Lead, the missing link between speakers and their buying audience. Visit EasyWayText.com to get started today. Oh, yes, indeed. Text Me Leads is a game changer. I, you know, I'm not a big tech person, but I've been seeing some of this stuff and go, boy, that can help. It's a, it's a game changer as far as saving time, Reef, you know. And uh, did you notice BETV is uh, taking off? <laughs> wow! So we have uh, we have a guest we have a guest here, William, known as Bill Brown, and uh, I will not read his accolades because it would take too long. But uh, Bill's got 45 years experience as a business consultant and development of temperament training. Uh, received a scholarship from NCAA to Idaho State University, worked with Pro Bowl uh, football. You know, you got Vince Lombardi, uh, Gail Sayers, and the list goes on and on. Uh, I'll tell you. So let's see if we got him on. Bill, are you on with us? Uh, can you hear me? Bill, yes, Brown. We can. Bill Brown. Hello, Bill. You got Reetha Gray with us here. And Reetha, you remember Bill? Of course. Rita, how are you doing? Uh, always good to hear you guys. Um, you know, and I get the pleasure of, of talking to uh, Jim and Eric, and uh, you know, during the during the week uh, as I'm working with them. So uh, it, it's well, all good. We want to thank you for coming on because we know you're a busy guy, and uh, I know your flight patterns probably slowed down a little bit with everything that's going on. But boy, you've covered the sports industry, Cation. Uh, what, what kind of got you on the path of, uh, you know, education and business and so on? How come you're not a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever? 
<laughs> not the lawyer or the traditional Indian chief. Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, that's, um, you know, I, I, I feel really blessed um, to have, uh, you know, gone the way it did. I went to a, a, a school, um, Salesian High School in, in Los Angeles, which was an all-boys uh, Catholic school. Um, it still is, and, and, and they're doing great. Uh, and um, me too. In the, me too. <laughs> yeah. In, in the yeah, course of, of that, I met a, a great uh, coach, uh, um, uh, Brother Tom uh, Keegan. Uh, he kind of uh, guided me when I was a freshman. Didn't really know kind of what to do. You know, you know, you're kind of young and clumsy around that age. But uh, he encouraged <laughs> me to uh, <laughs> come out. Uh, for track and field and football, and he just said, hey, just stick with it, you know, uh, you'll get better. And, you know, when you see, you know, from 14 and you see 18-year-olds doing things, you think, oh, my goodness, you know, I'm never going to be that big or that fast or that, uh, you know, good. But um, through encouragement and – yeah, and training. Something happens. uh, You wind up with a scholarship, and they're not easy to get, you know. To Idaho no, State, that, right? that, yeah, that was uh, the first time that they had um, given a scholarship to a freshman right out of high school. During those years, uh, they used to um, give scholarships mostly to junior college athletes because uh, they figured, you know, they had been two years and, you know, schools could kind of count on them to, to stick around for a while, but um, I got a scholarship right out of high school, um, was high school All-American in, uh, in football and track and field, and um, uh, that that just kind of set it off. And it, actually, just to be real candid, in those days, I, I felt like uh, just my feeling as a young man, African-American, I, I felt that was a, a real, uh, the, the fairness and opportunity was, it was more up to me to to have it or fail or not or succeed. Um, you know, I just had to work hard and um, and and I'd be, you know, of course, you know, you well, you did it when you're young. You you're, yeah, you're idealistic and you yeah, you're thinking about different things. And, and as far as that, it was it's really funny in. Um, in my second year of college, I I got called up to to uh, I was doing going to school at USC in the summer, just taking some extra courses and taking some uh, athletic uh, training at uh, USC, and and um, I got to be uh, an extra in the graduate. <laughs> wow! Okay. <laughs> Yeah, cool. at the at the at the time, you know, I was just walking around the, around the campus scenes, um, and it was in uh, they shot at the library. But of course, there's Dustin Hoffman, and the, you know, I you know when you're that young, and I think Dustin Hoffman that was maybe one of his first movies, so you know we didn't know how you know who he was or or anything, uh, but um, uh, that kind of got got me uh, into that bug a little bit of just um, entertainment and education 
and and how that all worked. So so that was a great uh, lift off for me there. So you and Reese and myself, we're we're kind of in the same category there as far as when we started uh, on this planet. And you know, Bill, the education <laughs> situation. Uh, we're talking about uh, you know, like I mentioned, the electronic car. Things are changing. One of the issues yeah. that I've seen over a period of time, and I, I keep noticing, looking over my shoulder. Okay, we got a lot of stuff. You know, the watch repairment had changed, and the uh, and and another big one was the auto mechanic, which is no longer the auto mechanic. The greasy garage days are over. The garage is now a uh, uh, it's it's a, a technician. Uh, it's a it's like a uh, a beautiful room with all the high tech in you know computers and everything. So there's a big transformation and uh, the electric cars and even the the gas engine cars, a lot of, you know, technical so on and so forth in there. And, and I I saw a little report, the U S will be short approximately 642,000 auto diesel and collision technicians by 2024, which is just around the corner. And if the current yes. trend holds, according to Tech Force Foundation, uh, this is an issue that uh, really has to be addressed, right? I mean, we need these people, and we need these classes to be kind of beefed up, don't we? Absolutely. I'm working with a, a great guy, uh, Bill Montgomery, and I think you'll have him on later. He's the, uh, the cousin of... Uh, Kathleen Johnson, who helped us with the space program and and was the uh, the reason they had that movie Hidden uh, Hidden Figures. She was a mathematician and helped us get to the moon and back. And Bill Montgomery has an organization called Hidden Pioneers, and he's done a lot of things of World War II veteran and uh, World War uh, uh, Vietnam veteran uh, and. Uh, helped uh, helped in a lot of different ways, um, but he was a teacher in the automotive uh, classroom in high schools, two or three high schools, LA Unified. And his big push right now, he's working with a big company called Lucid, uh, big electronic, got a lot of money behind them, and uh, they're they're going to be doing a lot of electric cars. They have a lot of um, contracts right now. But he believes that uh, every high school should have a laboratory in uh, in the whole idea of transportation, transportation technology, totally. the whole um, it, issue it of transportation technology. And he he's really pushing for this right now. I think there's 12 or 14 schools that have working laboratories, working uh, bays. Uh, in the LA Unified, which isn't very much, and even they aren't really focused on transportation technology. So, all the things that we need to know how to how to drive these new uh, electronic cars, how to drive, uh, how yeah. to maintain them. Uh, yeah, because you know we we already have to learn a little bit because they're so silent, and we have to be aware now of. Cars. I almost ran. I almost hit a car because it was so quiet. I did not know it was moving back there. I couldn't hear it. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. And, and well, so, times, times uh, are changing so much. Wow. 
you know, yeah, everything, I, I, I and we remember Bill, the Bill, autonomous probably, car. You probably remember the, you know, some of the old history, Carl Benz, right? Uh, yes. He developed the first <laughs> little one. So, and we're talking about evolution here. I, I think he he was the guy who developed the one cylinder, and this was back in like 1870, 1880, something like that. And look at just yes. from then until now, which is not that long a period of time. And then we come well, to the uh, what was it, the electronic ignition and the cranks? Yeah. That was about 1920 or somewhere. And but then, now we also along in the transportation line. We also have the issues of the airplanes. We need airplane mechanics. Big time, so, absolutely. yeah. Air, airplane, and think about it, airplanes, school buses. Uh, we need school bus drivers right now, and part of their education is to know, just like airplane pilots, they take a big course in the mechanic and operation of their, uh, of their aircraft. The same with bus drivers. You need to take a lot of education on how it works, if it's, you know, what's going on with it. Trains, boats, planes. Uh, Los Angeles has, uh, you know, Mayor Garcetti, the, the, the administration has said that they want Los Angeles to be the transportation technology mecca yeah. of, of the world. And uh, uh, look at we're having – the World Cup here in 2024, we're having the Olympics in 2028. Uh, we, we, uh, it, it's a car city. It's a car. Uh, California has been known as, you know, they, they have more cars here than anywhere else in in the United States. And like so, Detroit in the 50s, uh, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's going to be a building more and more. So you figure – it's really here. Uh, oh, it's yeah. not like uh, in five years or ten years. No, it's we're going to have at by the end of ni- of twenty twenty two, we'll have <laughs> over two hundred thousand uh, electric vehicles uh, being driven and sold and riding around right right now. So then it's and, just going to grow. Bill, from you know there. about the stats about the new uh, they're they're covering the country with more of the plug-in systems, you know, the charging systems, putting in a lot. And, you know, the more people we get, the more people we get with these. It can be very problematic. I live in a complex where there's 700 units, and it has got plenty of parking for all the people and all the tenants and all their visitors. There is no way. And, and this is, we're talking 1940 wiring. There, yeah. There's no way that they're going to be able to wire this complex. Oh, yeah. See, this and is that, the that's, a, that's a whole other uh, job category, but 500,000 charging stations are needed uh, across the country, and, and that's a big project going on right now is that, what are they going to do about apartment dwellers? And uh, they'll could, have a could, lot of these stations. This is where the evolution comes in, Bill. Yeah. This is where the evolution this, comes in. With the, maybe a solar system could be put in, a, like a complex like Breathless, where it's not all will. the wiring there. It would be, uh, the whole purpose of our complex is it's an urban forest. So you start running plugs around everywhere. No plugs. <laughs> Plugless. Like the remotes on uh, the gaming yes. system could be plugless. 
you know, yeah. and you, you're going to need that plug, it's gonna, and you're going to have to kind of make uh, different plans. You're going to have to be uh, more on, educated Reef. on where these are. Reef was well, a tech, Bill, Reef is a tech it's, person. It's, we got to get Reef no, on this. It's it's not like you go and you and you do the hose and it drips it in there. You have to wait at least a half an hour, and that doesn't fill it up. That's so where evolution not, comes in. The the new the new technologies are that pretty much you might be able to get a full charge. Uh, I would say by the end of this year they're going to have some real different okay. charging situations where fifteen twenty minutes will give you eighty percent charge. That's exactly so, what's happening you, with the you, cell phones. Did you see yeah. the video where the guy his bad his whatever <laughs> cell they use for the electric cars? He went and blew up his car rather than buy the battery. The battery was so expensive. Yeah. Can you tell I'm not for electric cars? I am not for electric cars. Every everything that's yeah. invented, there's there's plane crashes when the planes were first invented, uh, all the stuff. The wheel falls off when it was first invented, but then as time goes on, it it just it it uh, it just evolves. And you know, like the electronic bill, you probably remember this. The, the electronic ignition deal when we used to, you yes. know, read about that. The crank engine, I think it was in twenty or something. Forty nine came along when we were born. Uh, I think it was what was it? Chrysler bill introduced the key ignition, or was that Ford? Uh, yes, Chrysler, Chrysler uh, Domner yeah. Chrysler. Yeah, that that. Yeah, they they got the yeah, key they... ignition, and then the, the the cigarette lighters, the radios came in the twenties and thirties, and and all that stuff it, it evolves, Reef. You know, you you know that better than anybody. With the technology, it changes. Now we start getting these classes going and get more and more people in as technicians, not mechanics, but technicians. Yes. And then it's going to just going to evolve in the the big battery. Jim, the pro- the problem is they're talking about all this global warming. All of this contributes to global global warming. I'm not no. into global warming either. Bill, back to you. <laughs> Okay, Bill. Take it, take it, Bill. Take it on. Help me out here. Evolution. Classes. We need these classes. What what type of um, uh, consulting are you doing with education now? Are you are you actively working with these companies uh, about starting the programs in the high schools or? Yes, uh, there's there's a uh, a uh, global summit that's coming up at the end of February. Uh, there, this is the second annual that uh, Bill Montgomery has done, and it, it is uh, the, uh, the technology of of all travels, and it's a global summit that he has. We're working with LA Unified right this minute. We work with San Diego. We work with um, Ohio Unified Schools. Uh, schools all over are going to be uh, – uh, introducing and interacting with all the hidden pioneers of transportation in general. These are people that uh, come from all walks of transportation. We're working with Lucid. We're working with Honda and Ford, wow. and and some of the the big guys will be coming. And the other thing that Bill does is that he brings a traveling uh, kind of excitement. People don't realize that just like music. And acting, if if, yeah. if kids didn't get excited about it, they would the industry would die off. And the exactly. same is the, yeah. the same with 
the automobile industry is if if you don't let the kids know that there's opportunity and career right. involved and all the different careers, they don't get excited. They, they look at what they see on TV, what they see on their uh, pocket computers. They, they look at all that and they start making decisions. Well, you have to get them when they're 13, 14 years old to say, yeah. wow, I could be a designer. We just recently had a great black woman designer that designed for Ford she designed the the 1998 uh, Mustang, you know, and and she was told all her wow. life, well, you know, that's a men's thing. You can't do designing. We don't have that. She worked her way through. She has a wonderful book out. I uh, hope later she's on. Uh, she can get on the the show. Uh, she's a baby boomer and uh, now, uh, but she worked in that industry all those years and was designing cars. Uh, so we don't you know, even I'll tell you know. what. I, yeah, this is this is this is amazing. I'm going to give you an opportunity. I know you're busy, but if you want yep. to come back uh, yep. at, at around 10:50, but we got Carmelita okay. tapping her fingers. She's getting mad here. No, she's not. Oh yeah, but Carmelita. I love her. Yeah, Carmelita's yeah absolutely. Happy New Year. And you, <laughs> you know Carmelita, but uh, if you yes. want, because this stuff is absolutely beyond interesting, Bill. And uh, and you know what all the stuff that's coming up and the, the people you're working with uh yeah so if you want to pop back on at the end of the show about about uh it was 10:50 I'll give you the the opening there if you want to cuz there's so sure, many Sure I I so, sure will and I love to listen to uh Carmelita's uh, portion Carmelita's she's always nice. had something wonderful and uh what a great person she is also along with both Thank of you, you and, and of course your son Eric and yeah absolutely I'll be here Okay, uh, we'll we'll keep Bill on the side then, and we're going to move on. And uh, we got a, a commercial Carbolitas Corners coming up here. Looking to take the next step? Join the EasyWay Network and become part of our EasyWay family. Host your own TV show. Accelerate your viewership, as you will be seen on platforms such as Roku, Amazon, Apple. Brand yourself and affiliate yourself with celebrities, artists, influencers, and power players. For more information on how to start your own show, channel, or network, go to easywaypromotions.com. To stay updated on all our upcoming events, text EASYWAY to 55678. about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Hey there, everybody. This is Carmelita's Corner coming your way. And I'm here today, uh, <laughs> and it's going to be a great day. I know there's a whole lot going on in the world uh, that uh, we could afford to change, but, you know, it depends on how you look at it. Um, one of my great friends, the pink lady, always looks at the world through pink-colored glasses because, you know, we believe in seeing the glass half full and not empty. Well, 
I think that's a good way to look at things. And I just want to say a wop wop, a loop up, a loop bap bam, and I probably said it wrong, but <laughs> I I have a reason for celebrating today because my dear friend of many many years, and she also happens to be a loyal member of my charity, the Rose Breast Cancer Society. She's a breast cancer survivor, and uh, she has a lot to be proud of. And she has a lot to celebrate. And her name is Audrey Angel Sherborne. She is a what I would call a Georgia peach. She comes to us from Savannah, Georgia, and boy, does she have a lot of stories to tell. And she wound up living for a while in England, and she married a Sherborne, who happens to have been... A, part of a very distinguished family over there. In fact, uh, she didn't realize it until uh, later that she had actually wed into a very prominent and wealthy family there. They own their own town. So she still carries the name Sherborne, but I think most of you attach her to the name Little Richard. And um, he has gone on to glory, as you know, but Angel's still with us, and she's celebrating 82 years of her life, uh, which is actually January the 12th, but we're going to celebrate it today. And uh, we're expecting um, somebody of note to, to join in on the conversation, who you will discover when she gets on the phone. Anyway, that being said, let's welcome... Audrey Angel Sherborne. Are you with us, Angel? Good morning. All right. There's that distinguished voice. You know, I, I want you to tell them the story of how you you wound up being born in Georgia with a southern accent and came back from England with an English accent and and and, and you answered the phone and the lady thought she had the wrong um, house is what wrong number. Can you tell them that story? Well, I was born in Savannah, Georgia, which you know, and um, I, when I was 16 years old, I met little Richard. Anyhow, meeting Richard, I ended up leave, leaving Savannah, moving to Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, I met a gentleman that knew that I was a dancer. I was beginning to start my career, and I ended up in London, England. Now, on my birthday, I'd say 1965, um, I was uh, celebrating my birthday at a casino that I used to hang out at in London, and it turned out to be another person's birthday, same day. We got to talking. We also had, his middle name was Richardson. My last name was Richardson. We got to be friends. My work visa in England ran out, and I had to leave England and come back to America. Well, I'd met Bill, and Bill said, marry me, and I could give you Europe. My problem was I didn't want to come back to America. Because at that point, we were having so many race riots here. So 
I married him and I stayed in England. And that's how I ended up losing my Georgia accent. Wow. Well, <laughs> things um, still need to do some changing here. You know, we, uh, unfortunately, people still need to learn how to get along. We're really all from the same race, whether people realize it or not, from the human race. If you believe and, in the Bible. Yes. And, and, if, all, you believe, and mm-hmm. if you believe in Adam and Eve, they were the first humans on earth. We all are from Adam and Eve, and well, they you wanna, were Africans. Well, yeah, I was about to go in that direction. As as you probably yeah. know, the first Eve was actually from Africa. Yes, and so and and all of the rest of the evolution um, went on from that point. So we really are related, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. Uh, and and uh, it we really one family, and it would, wouldn't it be very very boring if you had nothing but white trees and white grass and white houses with with uh, white food and you know Ugh. just one color wouldn't that be boring? I mean that's the Ugh. reason why we have so many varieties. Variety is the spice of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. If my phone cuts off, it's because I forgot to charge it. Uh oh. Well, we're we're only on for uh, <laughs> we're only on for uh, 15 minutes. So 15 minutes I may not very make quickly. It. Well, yeah. okay. And we'll try. Got... Well, if it cuts off, you'll understand. Uh-huh. I will understand, and I will carry on because you and I are working on a project, and you've given me so many stories that I think I could probably relate to some of them to the audience. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we're working on a book, and I think it's coming along pretty good. Um, and uh, it's exciting. I'm getting ready to do the painting, the, the portrait. You asked me to do a portrait of you about five years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's uh, you know, about to get started finally <laughs> <laughs> you know i know i know a lot of come you're in between busy. i know in you're between. always busy well i'm working on a mural too you know yeah. for the rose breast cancer society so once i get back on my feet literally again i'll be able to get up on that uh rolling scaffold and start continuing on the project we've got a lot of great artists lined up and it is evolving you know slowly but surely that will be our gift our gift to the mid uh, wilshire community and i i i do want to do a shout out to pasquale and and deborah gilman because they are the head of the artery usa and they're connected to this project as well and Pasquale is a friend of mine. Absolutely. We're all part of the same world. And if they're listening, I want to say hello to both Pasquale and Debbie. Hi there. And Happy New Year. And don't <laughs> leave Lady Java out. Absolutely. Well, we're expecting uh, 
uh, her to actually join the conversation. I wanted to keep it as a surprise, but if she if she makes it, then great, that'll be wonderful. But uh, let's talk about Lady Java for a minute because she was the first person that um, Little Richard introduced you to when you he came out here to Los Angeles. Richard, uh, Richard, um, I was on my way back to London, and Richard was at the Apollo Theater. I had to go see him. I went to see him, and I spent time with him for a few days before I was to catch a plane back to London. Now, Richard was staying at the Waldorf in New York City, and I went up to his suite, and then I had all of my belongings in a cab downstairs in front of the Waldorf. So now I'm saying, Richard, i got to go. I don't want to miss my plane. Richard's response was, you try to walk out that door, I'm going to break both your legs. Richard would not let me go back to London. So he brought me to California. And, and that's really, how you met uh, Sir Lady Java. Well, when he brought me to California, the first person he introduced me to was Sir Lady Java. Yes. And uh, tell us about that exhibit that you mentioned that is about her at USC. Um, I've been meaning to call to make sure they're still showing it. But there is an exhibit, exhibit was, I don't know, um, exhibit on her that Channel Seven has been pushing. Mm-hmm. That's how I found out about it. Uh-huh. They did a thing on her on Channel Seven. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yes, I do know that um, they did a um, a television story about her not that long ago on Channel Seven. Last last month or so. Mhm. Yeah, very very recently. Yes. And uh, I would like to see that exhibit too. So would I and I know Java wanted to see it. Yes. And then also Java and I have we don't know whether it's a movie or a TV uh documentary on Richard and uh our relationship her, her relationship my relationship with Richard. Mhm. We don't know when oh, that, it's going to be on yet. Yes, I remember when the lady called, trying to trying to uh, reach uh, Lady Java, and yeah. I was able to make the connection. Uh, and uh, she said that she was coming up from Chicago to do a documentary. Yes. About uh huh. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that too. But like I said, you know, it takes time uh, to produce a film. So. You know, we've got to give them time to get it done, and uh, looking forward to it. But I have anyway, two great things to look forward to, don't I? Yes, your you bo- do. Your book and the documentary. Our book. Our book <laughs> and the documentary. <laughs> I call it your book because you're writing it. Yeah, you know, I've got to hurry up uh, and do something because I've had so many opportunities. In fact, Little Richard's um, manager, Bumps Blackwell, wanted me to write a book about him. 
And uh, unfortunately, the time got away from me, and uh, he left here, you know, before I could get it done. And Bumps I wound up. No longer um, Bumps. What happened to Bumps? Well, he he left the earthly stage. I don't know if you were there because I don't remember seeing you, but I was at his going away party. I and, didn't know uh, that. Yes, uh, and little Richard uh, showed up. This has been years ago. Uh, listen, you know what? We I, I hear we've got somebody on the oh, line Bumps that Black, I that Bumps, I think you Bumps would want to say girl. hello to. Hmm? All right, Bumps Blackwell. I'm, I'm my mind is going to Charles Connors. I'm oh sorry. yeah, no, no, no. Bumps Blackwell. You, everybody called I, him. Bumps. I remember. I remember yeah. when Bumps passed. I think we've got a visitor on the line. Uh, can you say something? Hello. I'm expecting a visitor on the line, but um, so far she's a very quiet visitor. Hello. Hello. Well, heard that she's on the line. I don't hear her saying anything, though, but uh, if she pops in, we'll we'll just let her give give her say. Oh, so... <laughs> The time is moving on, though, because it's actually about time for us to say goodbye. So I hope she says good lo- hello before we say goodbye. Jerry, That's Elise, my... are you there? Hello? Okay, hello. remember that? Be- yeah, hello, is this Jerry? Oh, yes, hi. I didn't know she was Hi, yes, yeah, you're, you're on the air. <laughs> yes, I wanted to say happy birthday to Angel. And uh, wish her very well for the day. And thank you. I just wanted to remember a time that I went to, we were all invited to, all of us girls, you two, Carmelita and Java and Angel and me. And I went to pick her up. And I had a roommate at the time, Tori Andrus, the very handsome young man, black actor, always wore his fedora and his jacket and his scarf. And, um, I went to, we went to Angel's door, and uh, she pointed to Tori and said, you may stay, and pointed to me and said, you may go. That sounds like something Angel would say, too. <laughs> well, and then, but I said, but we do still have to pick up Java and get to the Oracle's house. So we had a great afternoon, and Mr. Tori made us a a nice pork roast, so everybody had fun and a nice day with Denise's and her new baby granddaughter was then was new. Uh, Calliope was there that day. So Well, you know anyway. what, Jerry, Jerry, I think you must have been thinking of me being part of that, but I, I, I missed uh, that that little gathering. I don't recall no, it, to be I honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I missed that one. But but it sounds like it was fun and and I think that was a real cute story. I mean, you know. Uh-huh. Yes. Are you still living down the street from me? No, darling. It's a long no, story. No, she she's moved on. But listen, uh, get we've my, got get my get my new phone number from Kamalita lately. Thing. Yeah, we'll we'll hook that. it up. But listen everybody, 
Uh, we will continue to celebrate uh, Angel's birthday. I'm glad you got in, uh, uh, Jerry, and it's and okay. you are the other other Jerry Pittman. I'm the other Jerry Pittman. <laughs> I know. How can I ever forget her name? <laughs> Plus, she yes. lives a couple of blocks from me. Yes, yes. But we're, but let's say goodbye to our listening audience. It was great to have you both on Carmelita's Corner on the Easy Way Broadcasting Network with uh, Radio Boomers Live, Jim Zuli and Rita Gray. They always have great guests. And I want to give them time to talk some more to Bill Brown. I love Bill. Uh, Bill, if you're listening, Happy New Year. And we're going we're gonna to move on. Okay. And I love you, Kamalina. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Tech time? Okay. We got, so we might, we might put off races tech time. We got Bill on. Bill, are you on with yes. us? Yes, I'm Bill, on. hi. Okay, yes. so we're going to uh, we want to bring you back on and, and cover a couple of the bases because uh, you know the events that are coming up and the schools we're talking about opening up new classes. <clears throat> you know, it's it's beyond a necessity because what's going to happen is like you build the big uh, you know the big ocean liner and it looks great, but there's nobody in there to run it. I mean, there's not enough people in there that understand how to work the new machinery and the engines and that. And that could cause a backup, like what's going on in the docks now and all the ports, right? Uh, yes, they're they're looking for not only the dock workers, but, of course, the truckers. And, because, and talking about technology, keeping up with transportation technology, and that has everything to do with uh, whether it's pocket computers or or all the kinds of things that we navigate around uh, and I don't even know, uh, just think, the, the person who invented the uh, geo system, the system that we navigate in our cars right now, you know, when we want to go someplace and we just press a, a button in our pocket computers and it starts to tell us how to get uh, across town, that was invented by uh, a young black woman. I mean, she, she actually invented that technology the the whole issue of that that kind of travel and the maps remember when it was all about uh you used to have to get the map book out <laughs> the yeah. thomas guide yeah the thomas, the thomas guide, guide. Yeah, yeah you had to get the thomas guide and and now we just press a button and it tells us oh and it even tells us hey there's a lot of heavy traffic on the 405 or the 5 and you should take this alternate route and uh, it'll take you 25 minutes to get here. Uh, you know, just think about all the technology that we just have at our fingertips now. ISO, SAE, uh, the compliances, advanced automotive technology. There, this is like a door that's just opening up. And, you know, what Rifa said makes sense. You have a large complex and you have five, six, seven hundred cars. How are you going to do that? Well, you know, it's all about evolution. As I was mentioning earlier, the wireless charging for the cars, uh, it, it it works kind of similar to the wireless phone chargers, I would think. Uh, and, and the term you I heard was inductive have to charging. Have it, 
You still have to have it run. You have to run the electricity for it. We don't have well, enough sure. electricity to power our <laughs> washing machines and dryers because well, it, I, I, I think Bill, Bill's familiar with this, right, Bill? Inductive charging technology is what we'd be looking at, right? It, it's electricity yes, and, is and, transferred and, through through air gaps from one and, magnetic absolutely. coil to the charger, right, Bill? Right, and, right. and uh, Bill Montgomery wants everybody to understand the difference between AC and DC, and he also wants everyone to understand that this whole world, you know, Tesla is outfitting homes right now. Uh, with solar and the batteries because, again, you get in the grid and you have these blackouts and whatever, but we're starting to change uh, our household. Now you can't build homes in California without looking at the technology. And I know, Jim, you've had uh, solar on your house for years. Too many. I wish Risa (laughs) was here when I first talked to the guy, and he said, how many panels do you want? I said, well, I don't know. That's your field. Is it the more the better? And he says, yeah. So he puts 40 panels on my house, and some of the homes oh bigger than mine have like six or seven. And I'm like yeah. paneled over. Like, what the heck? Yeah, it, it, exactly. But, but, again, this is technology that we want all the kids to understand the electrification of, yeah. of what's going on here in the United States and the world. They need to know just like how many people uh, would have their batteries run out on just their – Pocket computers. That's just a simple plug-in. But how many people run out of battery power? That well, if you run out uh, with your car, it's gonna you're gonna be sitting somewhere. And of course, the new cars now can be charged by another car. So you can be driving, and Tesla. You can uh, your loose is gonna have you know where you can take another car and charge another car. So that well, would be it's like the, uh, either a, yeah, a service or it'll be like the train systems. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, like you, got, you got the paddles with the with the cords and now they don't need any cords. It's it's uh you know, wireless. Well what I you know, yeah. I, from what I understand you got electricity and now it could be transferred through the air gap uh from one of the magnetic coils in the charger. That's what what the what I have heard. And now that would be yeah. hidden underneath the road service road surfaces of all the freeways and, and to a, it'd be a, a second second coil fitted to the underside of the car, you know, yes. et cetera, et cetera, which I think refollows this because it would be under the freeways and then that yeah. would be char- just like the little uh, cars that you have in your house, Bill, that you, you know, you hit the button and they race around in a circle and, yes. and you know, cause electronic current. Well, why not do that in a bigger scale? And and then there wouldn't all these charging systems wouldn't he? so in in Rifa's, uh seven hundred unit home there, uh, you know a complex <laughs> you got uh, you you don't need all those charging ports the cars are charged up when they get back from just driving on the roads. It sounds yeah, far no uh, that no that that is very you know the the uh, iPhone right now you know you can just set it on a pad in Starbucks or in your house but, and it'll charge you, without a hookup. Exactly. But, you have to have, but you have to place the car at a over. Desk you you have to place the car underneath that parking space would have a charging system. So that would. Right, but, uh, but if yeah. everybody has to charge, yeah. Then 
how are they going to preserve? Because you'd have to park your car there every night or every day yes. or whatever. And the so keep in mind, right, and keep in mind right now, right, keep in mind right now, the the charging systems as we speak are going to have, uh, you know, can be charged while you drive. And they'll have solar also on top of cars that you'll be actually powering your system while you're driving. So they, 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 they're starting to talk, and all this technology is being developed as we speak. And that's a, another big thing. Batteries are going to have to be checked, cleaned. And by the way, one of the sponsors of the uh, second annual Global Transportation and Technology Diversity Summit is is 360 uh, a waterless uh, auto car sign. So we, you know, here in California, we're we we always are low on water, and this is a way that we can keep our cars looking well without the use of water. And so, well, uh, again, another piece of technology. You've been talking about the conference. Is this open to the public? Can anyone go? Or? Uh, uh, yes, this is this is a virtual conference. So it'll be literally uh, just like the show here. You'll be able to uh, tune in and interact. And also, it'll have some live locations. One of the locations is in El Segundo, at the wow. uh, car museum, uh, the Shelby, uh, the whole uh, Shelby crew will be there. That uh, and and it's on uh, the twenty uh, February twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. That uh, actually goes four days: Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, again, global diversity. It'll be in several brick and mortar locations, but that'll be one of the main locations right there at the museum, in, anybody that's ever had a chance to go to that museum in El Segundo, uh, you'll see the Duesenbergs. You'll see, I mean, I've have, been there. A, I've oh, been there. It's very interesting. It's amazing. It, exactly. So we'll, we'll have it there, but the schools will be tuning in. Kids will ask questions. There'll be panels uh, of uh, just like the things that you're asking. And, you know, now they have these double-decker uh, little inserts that they're putting in apartments where you can drive one car and it'll get lifted up and you can park your other car in the bottom. They, they're oh, starting so cool. to put these in all over. Just on your regular driveway, they can install this, uh, this kind of one car on top of the other um, technology so that uh, the spaces – and, again, the charging and the spaces, all of that can take place. And one of the great places to put these charges would be at schools, schools for the parents, kids, and teachers. There will be 20 or 30 charging stations at the local schools. And so that will be great. Uh, churches, big churches will start to have charging wow. uh, stations at their church so that you drive in. And and then during the week when church isn't even in, some of those apartment dwellers can actually leave their car there overnight to be charged. 
Well, you know, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is the, the drivers just need to park their cars in, in locations where the coils are aligned for the for the charging plug in the car. There's no plug. It's just wireless. And, and oh, well, they'll be the wireless. Problem. Yeah, they'll yeah, be wireless, wireless and plug-in. And, and they would have it where you couldn't steal the uh, portable charger because it could be kind of built in the ground. And if they oh, no, no. They're stealing the catalytic converters out of my complex. Oh, Reese, I always find a, we got to be positive here, Reese. <laughs> any, any guess? Well, one of the positive things with electric is no more catalytic converters. No more exactly. There you go, I Reese. Thought What's next steal, on Reese's I thought list? they were. I, I thought they were <laughs> stealing them from the from the electric cars. No, no. There's no catalytic converter on the you electric car that. at all. See, that's there's, only there's no for reason, a fuel engine. Uh, yes, there's no, uh, there's no more, uh, there's no more uh, smog checking on on uh, electronic cars. You you don't have to. That's going to go away. Well, but I I'm almost at that age. I used to laugh at the old people that didn't want to drive at night. I'm becoming one of those old people. We're counting on you. Risa, we're counting on you to think young. Come on. Autonomous autonomous driving. Uh, In in the next four or five years. That's what I'm ready for. You won't be driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want mine. (laughs) Yes. Now, here's another one, guys. On that note. It's after 11. Jim says he's yes. got some time. Uh, peace out, everyone. Don't forget I'm going to be on This Is Us tomorrow night. Um, oh, good. And it's always wonderful talking to you, Bill. Talk to you next time. Jim, yes. I will be in touch with Reece. you also. <laughs> hey, Bill, I'm going to get. Uh, I'm going to see if I get Reese. We'll go down to that show. That would be fun. You like cars, right, Reese? Oh, oh. Oh, oh yes, like uh, uh, Jim. Uh, you, you're going to be part of it, absolutely. Uh, we're we're going to when we talk later. You're going to be there, and uh, we'll we'll talk. Uh, and you know, you can actually do a few little interviews for the show, sure. And and for all the things that you know, and cars have been with us. And you know, uh, that's one thing that uh, baby boomers have seen: cars come and go. They've seen the old and the new. And so it, it's going to be really fun. And Reese and I will do our song and dance on the stage. You know, we got that down. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I see Reese looking in the air. What? Right right alongside the Duesenbergs. There you go. All right. And the, so, and the Shelbys. The Shelbys will oh, be yeah. there. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah. the Shelby days. Power engine. Yep. So this is this is exciting, Bill. And you know, with the charging and and you know, I, I know Reese's concern. You know, you get a big complex. How do you charge a car? People that are renting cars are bringing them back, saying, ah, "I'm going to switch back to a gas car because there's not a charge." Well, that's going to be past history because there will be so many, like you say, new ports. But just like Bill, you remember watching a movie. You'd go to Blockbuster, you'd rent a movie, and then the technology kept changing. To where no, you yep. don't have to do that. Now you go to Redbox, and then it just goes on and on to the point where you go home and you hit your cell phone, it hits the TV, and you watch the latest movie, whatever. It has all yeah. kinds. Of, so with this stuff, with the charging, the batteries are getting smaller, that and then they lean towards okay, if there's a problem, 
which charging was kind of an issue. Everybody's hitting that. That's why these schools come in. We bring more kids into these schools. They find new ideas and innovative oh, yeah. ways to do this. Before you know it, Bill, you know it's going to happen. The charging is not going to be an issue. You'll be able to charge your car through your cell phone. There's one I saw. Wireless charging for cars works similar to wireless phone chargers using inductive charging technology. Electricity yeah. is transferred through an air gap from one magnetic to- coil to the charger hidden underneath road surfaces to a second magnetic coil fit underneath the car. All right. Well, now they're talking about pop-up pavement chargers. It's uh, yes. it, it, it don't street clutter or anything. It's just a little square. And it, it rises out of the pavement when activated remotely by a smartphone app. Right, Bill? What do you think? <laughs> there you go. Uh, and, and that pocket computer is going to become more and more integrated into the uh, auto and transportation industry. Uh, you're going to be doing so much more. You're going to be able to, uh, of course, charge up. Uh, at certain places, just with your smart, uh, with your pocket computer, you're well, going to be exactly. able to you see it? make that program. whole thing work. Yeah, yeah, program and then on your the, app. At the same time, that's amazing. Autonomous wow. driving. You're going to be. Bill, you're going to have your hands full. Oh, it, it's going to be wonderful, full. and we're all going to participate. That's the beautiful. Well, thing. I tell you, I give I give credit to uh, Bill Montgomery because. Uh, the the avenue he's going down, you know, is no pun intended, but right, the electronic avenue is going down. I see I see nothing but solutions for this the charging system, the engines, the batteries getting smaller. It's it's going to be a whole new wave coming up here. And I want to thank you, Bill, for coming on. Uh, your, your your time is invaluable, and uh, I want to totally stay on top of the events coming up, and and all the. Uh, with Lucid and uh, and the car shows, because I'm totally in the car shows. You and I both were in car clubs back in the 60s. Uh, we yes. had a coachman, coachman we started. Or, uh, that you weren't with me then, but uh, my club was the coachman, and uh, that was in the uh, Chicago suburb. And then you had uh, been involved in the cars. It was a big part of our life, and, and here we are now with a transformation into the yeah. uh, tech world, right, Bill? But uh, thank oh, you yeah. for coming yeah. on, Bill. we got to move on, and uh, it, okay. it's, been, it's been great. So, so unbelievably Okay, thank you, uh, Rita, and uh, congratulations, and we'll, we'll be talking soon. Uh, as always, Jim, we'll look forward to getting together and, uh, and really building this whole, whole thing up uh, as far as uh, your enjoyment and my enjoyment of, of the transportation technology world. All righty. Thank you, Bill. Thank you much. And, All right. uh, Take care. And, and Rita uh, had to move on here, so we have uh, Carmelita's corner knocked it out of the box again. She's always hitting home runs. And everybody, thanks for tuning in to Radio Boomers Live. So we're going to have to sign off. So keep moving, keep the faith till next Monday morning. We are signing off. Radio Boomers Live is ours. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Air Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.